I am and have always been a nutrition nerd and I love talking about nutrition. And over the years, my nutrition evolution has been wrapped around and foundation has been my cycle. I do eat certain foods and in a certain way based on where I'm at in my cycle. And you might be thinking, this isn't realistic for me and my family because I've got a family to feed. And I think what makes me and what I do and what I teach realistic is I do too. Like I live in a household with three other guys and they are not aware that I'm shopping in this way or eating in this way because I have foods on hands that we like. I make meals that really pretty much everyone enjoys. I've talked about this before where it's not always a knockout for every single member of the family, but that's real life, right? And I want to talk to you today about meal planning, prepping, and my process that makes this seamless for me each and every week. So let's roll into today's episode. So I really broke this down to five simple steps, five steps that I do in the duration of how my full meal planning and preparation rolls down each and every week. And then I'm going to give you some hot tips at the end. I first start with my cycle sheets. You might be thinking, what do you mean by you start with your cycle sheets? Well, in the Feminine Edge Collective, I have a meal plan cheat sheet and a meal ideas cheat sheet and then a phase food list. So the meal plan idea cheat sheet breaks down some meal options that are supportive for your cycle and pretty common and typical meals that your family will like. I also have paired with that a phase food list where I list what phase you're in and then all those foods that are supportive of that phase. So I used to have these right in my spice cabinet. Now this is just second nature to me that I don't have to keep these on hand, but I used to keep them in my spice cabinet because each week I would look at, okay, what what phase am I going to be in majority of the time? Okay, if I take note of what phase I'm going to be in the majority of the time, I would look at those meal ideas, pick the ones that sounded good to me, and then I would get the food list and I would think about, oh, what are some of the foods I could have on hand, whether it be to have as sides or snacks or just things to have in the refrigerator because your body and your biology is going to be so in tune with each other. There is a reason why sometimes you're like, oh, I know I should be having salads. And sometimes those salads do sound so great to have as a side or as a like big, 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 big juicy salad with all the things in it. And then other time you're like having a salad kind of disgusts me. Like, why is that? It's often because, and I want you to start paying attention to it, is it kind of in alignment with your cycle. I give the example all the time about how I was at a friend's house and we were there for both lunch and dinner and she served lunch that was not so phase friendly to me and I had digestive tract issues and then we had a dinner that was phase friendly to me and I felt great and then flip-flop because there was another there was another gal there that had a phase 
that worked with what we had for lunch, but her tummy did not necessarily agree with what we had for dinner. And it's just like, isn't that so interesting? And it's, it makes sense when you understand your cycle because your digestion changes depending on where you're at in your cycle and how your body can digest things in certain ways, depending on where you're at in your cycle. You can do things that can help digestion throughout various parts of your cycle. And you learn all of this in the nutrition portions of my stuff in the feminine edge collective. I have both feminine fitness foundations course in there, my living in sync method, all in all in there right now. Like it is an overload of information, you guys, for $25 a month. I am insane for giving this all to you, but I just wanted all my methods in one spot and you can go in there and snag it. Okay. So I use my cycle sheets. Okay. Then I take inventory of what we have. I look at our pantry. I look in our fridge. I look in our freezers and I'm like, hmm, what do we have on hand that really needs to be used up or can be the majority of what I want to make? And when I'm often taking inventory, I get ideas for a couple other meals. And then that way, when I'm grocery shopping, you know, if I see that we have noodles and sauce and we have ground beef and it's like, oh, well, I I think I'd like to pair, make spaghetti, pair a side salad and some garlic bread. All I need to get is garlic bread and the stuff to make a salad. Bam, there's one of the dinners. And then if I'm really hung up on, I always like to make about, and this reflects in the meal meal idea cheat sheet is I like giving myself two two breakfast options, two lunch options, one of them being leftovers, one of them being leftovers. And if I'm in my late luteal phase, I'll plan for some snacks. But if I'm in my follicular ovulation phase, I'm not much of a snacker. That's just something about me. I'm not really conquering any sort of cravings or hunger in that time. And now I know this about cycle syncing and you will know this about, you will know this about yourself too, once you've learned all of the things in the Feminine Edge Collective. And then I like to have four ideas for dinners. And usually when I've used my cheat sheet and gotten the ideas and I've gone through our inventory of what we have, I usually have about four ideas for dinners. But if I am kind of stumped, I'll ask the members of my family, mostly my husband and my oldest, what's something you'd like to have for the dinner this week? But point blank, give me an idea for dinner this week. And they each tell me one and that rounds out our meal plan. So that's how I make my meal plan is after inventory is step three. And that is creating the meal plan. Like I said, two breakfast options, two lunch options, which one is leftovers. And then I have the four ideas for dinners. And if you're like, how do I make this phase specific? How do I do it? I have that meal meal idea cheat sheet in the, in the course, in the program, in the membership. I have it there so you can use it. And then I create my list and I go shopping. Now I either do a Walmart grocery pickup or I go into Aldi because I love Aldi, affordable. It's a small grocery store. So in and out, I've actually made it. So a lot of the things that I use for our meals now come from Aldi. That's just my personal preference. You don't have to do that. But then I do my shopping. And then when I get home from doing the shopping, I will do some food prep. 
And I don't necessarily do this all at once, but I just want to encourage you, you know, it can, you don't, I'm just past the phase of like wanting to have meal prepped containers and then microwave my food. I really like to have an essence of freshness, but it's more of assembly cooking. And I don't cook for like two hours on the weekend, but what I try to do is let's say I'm making hamburger. And I know on our menu for this week is spaghetti. And then another time we're going to do sloppy joes. And we do a lot of ground beef in our household. And then we're going to do, so we got spaghetti, sloppy joes, and cheeseburger bowls. Oh my gosh, you guys need to know about cheeseburger bowls. I need to tell you about cheeseburger bowls. I will at the end of this episode. Because it's a household favorite. And it's a household favorite in my house. You know what I mean. And so then instead of just doing one pound of ground beef three times throughout the week I'm gonna do it once I'm gonna cook a big batch of ground beef all at once and then I'll segment out half of it or two-thirds of it to use later on in the week so then when I get to burger bowls or or sloppy joes I'm trying to remember I'm in menstrual phase so my brain's not gonna be firing on all cylinders today my friends but then I have that prep stuff already. I tend to do this with chicken. If I'm going to make seasoned chicken for anything, just having it plain with meat and green beans or, or with potatoes and green beans, I'm gonna make the chicken all at once. Like if I'm gonna cook chicken, whether I'm baking it or whether we're grilling it, we're doing a big batch. That's just how we've made things efficient for us in this season. So I'm not necessarily doing that, but it it does happen on the weekends, which I'm going to talk about in a hot take at the end once again. So prepping. So my five step process for meal planning is looking at my cycle sheets, taking inventory of what we already have, seeing what ideas spark from that, making a meal plan. And that meal plan has options. The reason why I don't do you know, I say I want to have four dinners planned is because one of them's going to be leftovers. One of them's going to be grabbing pizza or going out to eat one night a week. We tend to do that sometimes, but we, we make the plan and then I go shopping and then I'll get things home and I'll prep a little bit, meaning getting some produce cleaned up and putting it, put them into containers. So they're just as easy to grab as, a handful of chips or you know if I'm gonna make a salad I've got the the peppers the tomatoes the cucumbers the carrots kind of all ready to be just like diced up thrown into the salad so here are a couple a couple you know hot tips for the end of this I know a lot of people do this process on the weekend and they plan their meals, they go through their stuff and they do all of that on a Saturday or a Sunday. But for me, it's like, why not free up more time on the weekend? And when this is, this might not be your same season of life, but we do have a chunk of time where we're at home on the weekends, you know, in the summertime, maybe not so much, but we are home for longer durations of time so we're not in as much of a rush to get dinner on the table you know some of those weeknights where we have activities extracurriculars my husband's coming straight home from work and he is he is hungry by the time he walks in the front door so I feel like I have this rush to get us food on the table quickly 
but I have a little bit more ease on the weekend. So I do my cycle sheets, inventory, and planning and shopping on either Thursday or Friday. So then come Saturday, come Sunday, when we have more time, maybe I can batch cook a couple things and then we're really using leftovers, assembly meals, and reheating things on days like Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. But then guess what? When we're home on the weekend, we have the most fresh amounts of food and produce and fun stuff in our fridge and in our pantry and we're we're well stocked when we're home instead of being super well stocked when there's already so much going on on the weekends and how you can really simplify this because I like I said I sometimes do this on Thursday if I'm doing a grocery pickup I will map it all out on Thursday and set my grocery pickup to be Friday when I'm done with work When I'm done with work Friday, you know, do a pickup that's on the route, on your way home, you pull up, they put it in your car and you go back home. It really doesn't bump into your Friday night so much, right? And then let's say Saturday, Sunday, then it's like, oh, you have this extra time. Yeah, that's when you can wash your produce and then maybe cook some proteins, make a batch of soup, and that's your meal prep for the week. And that is awesome. That also sparked another hot tip that I have is oftentimes, especially in fall, winter, and even here, spring is chilly. I love prepping a soup on the weekend and having that be my leftover lunches for the week. So I make some type of soup on the weekend. And then Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I can have leftovers for lunch or something else, or I can have soup and sandwich or salad and a sandwich. And it's very easy for me to assemble with me working from home. Even though I work from home, I don't have a lot of time to make myself lunch because I gotta get back to my work. <laughs> like it's similar but different, right? And I really have found that making a soup of some sort and I try out different soup recipes. Sometimes I follow a certain recipe, sometimes I'm just throwing everything into the pot and I'm wishing for the best, right? And with soup, thankfully it always turns out good. Sometimes I'm making chili. Sometimes I'm making some sort of like creamy soup. Sometimes I'm doing some beef broth vegetable soup of some sort. I mix it up and it makes it a lot of fun through the week. I can pair it with a sandwich. I can pair it with some type of panini. I can pair it with a salad if I'm a follicular and ovulation phase, right? And it really is helpful and soup is a really great nourishing meal or snack, right? Um, my last thing I was going to tell you about was cheeseburger bowls. Maybe you already make this in your house, but my family loves us. Basically, it's exactly as it sounds. Everything that you would use and put into a cheeseburger, you just make into a bowl. So I just take ground beef and I season it really, really good. Like as it's cooking, I'm seasoning it really, really, really well. We're Chestershire sauce, however you say that, garlic, salt, pepper, um, just 
any and all onion powder, any and all seasonings that you like. If you, I actually use um, the dried ranch powder a lot. So I sprinkle some of that and I make it really seasoned and good. And then I will make a type of mixture that's like a homemade Thousand Island dressing. So in a bowl, I will put some mayo, ketchup, pickle juice, a little bit more Worcestershire sauce, and um, mustard, mix that all up. And then when the burger is almost done cooking, I pour that over top, mix it in. So it kind of gives it creaminess to the meat mixture. And then you just build a bowl that is very much like what you would like on a burger. So for me, it's a bunch of romaine lettuce, tomato, red onion, chopped pickles, um, you can totally do some ranch and barbecue sauce, or you could do ketchup and mustard, or you could do Thousand Island dressing. You do whatever you want when it comes to this. Sometimes I don't even need a dressing because what I put into the burger just coats it so well already. And then I will put potatoes, seasoned potatoes in the air fryer, really cook them so they're crispy like french fries. And so we have these burger bowls with potato wedges and it is chef's kiss. We love it so much. Whenever I ask my husband, like, what is it that you want? What's your dinner pick for this week? He's always like burger bowls. Like they are so good. So good. And that's a really great phase friendly food for any face, right? You can really make it that type of thing work for any face. And this is what I mean by I do things phase friendly and my family doesn't even know it. So in follicular and ovulation phase, it's really a great time to have fresh, raw fruits and veggies. So something like, I love giving the example of something like taco night. So in follicular phase, I will do something like street taco style taco night, where I'm having pico de gallo, the meat, um, maybe some type of corn shell, and we're doing like a street taco style taco night. Ovulation, a great time to really maximize all the raw fruits and veggies that you possibly can to help with that elevating estrogen. And so I do taco salads. Then in luteal phase, specifically late luteal phase, I know that my body is craving more complex carbohydrates. So we're making something more like burger bowls or burger bowls, um, taco bowls, burrito bowl style. So rice, beans, a protein of choice, maybe a little bit of pico and guac, but it being more like a hearty burrito bowl style. That's supportive for luteal phase and having maybe bell peppers that have been cooked. So helping the digestion of those bell peppers during late luteal phase, right? And then in menstrual phase, maybe I'm making like some type of brothy taco soup or my favorite enchilada soup recipe that I make. And all, my family likes all of those meals. I like all of those meals. And cooking them and using those different cooking methods and the various ingredients that are a little bit different, depending on where I'm at in my cycle, is supportive for my cycle and my energy and my hormones and my mood and emotion. But this also just really leads to us eating a well-rounded and kind of different but similar things for our dinners. Does that make sense? And I gave the example of soup. So let's say 
I made a batch of soup, a batch of chili for the week. If I'm in follicular and ovulation phase, I'll have that chili with a side salad. If I am in late luteal and menstrual, I'll have that chili with a um, sandwich or something like that. Or maybe I will incorporate some more sweet potato on top of it, have like a loaded potato and put using chili on it. So I'm really being specific about what I'm eating, what I'm having based on where I'm at my cycle, because this will help with those hormonal fluctuations and those digestion changes that happen throughout our different phases. And I know this might feel like and sound like a totally different and new method for you to do and overwhelming at first, but what you will find is you, this is your body's natural rhythm and cravings. You will be like, oh, it makes sense why last week when I was in ovulation phase, I was all about the salads. Like I was really craving fresh salads and I wasn't that hungry and I wasn't battling cravings, but like this week, a salad just does not sound good to me. I would rather have something like grilled asparagus or green beans or something like that or um, cooked broccoli as my side instead of a salad. Or, you know, like maybe it's more about having a baked potato as a side and really understanding like your body gives you these cravings. Once you start paying attention to it, you'll know how to fuel yourself properly and it'll become second nature and I'm not a diehard like I'm not going to eat a cooked vegetable in follicular and ovulation like obviously I still will have soups and things like that in my follicular and ovulation phase but I have a better understanding and awareness of like oh well it makes sense to me why during these phases I tend to throw out those salad bags because they don't sound good when you're thinking of something to eat they don't sound good during those phases but if you have on hand what it is you know is supportive for your phase you'll grab them you'll prepare them you'll eat them and your body will thank you and your body will have that energy and that nourishment that it needs. So if you're really geeking out about this and you want to learn more, come on into the Feminine Edge Collective. You can hop into the resources that are already in there. And then February, our collective class is going to be all about nutrition and your cycle and eating in a way that is supportive for your hormones and changing things up based on where you're at in your cycle. And if you want to learn more about that, ask me questions, have me as your coach, come on into the Feminine Edge Collective, and I will talk to you guys next time.